Welcome back. It's Monday. We are back in business. I hope everybody had a wonderful weekend. I know I did. Um, actually got a lot done over the weekend. I'm thankful for that. Hey, Karen, how's it going? How's it going? I um, really enjoyed that scope earlier, too. You guys that are coming in, if you're on the replay, make sure you follow Karen. Go back, check out um, her scope that she did earlier, making her uh, fresh vanilla, uh, well, actually, um, homemade vanilla extract without, you know, and it's really good. Just check out her scope. Um, it doesn't have all the alcohol in it. You're getting something healthy. Make sure you follow Karen. I'm telling you, I call her the cooking queen. So make sure um, that you're following her. Also, if it's your first time joining me, let me say welcome, welcome. Uh, make sure you click the three little dots. Give me a follow. Share out the broadcast if you're so inclined. Also, if it's your first time and you're saying, well, who is this? I go by the name of Tornado. I come in to educate and inform from a faith-based perspective to help encourage healing of the mind, body, and spirit that may have been damaged from um, areas of abuse. If you're not familiar with my story, go back and check out some of my prior scopes. Maybe I'll do a sit down scope this week. Hey, welcome Prophets Praise. Maybe I'll do a sit down scope um, for all my newcomers this week, kind of go through some of my story. Um, let everybody that's new get familiar with me. But until then, we're going to hop into this lesson um, tonight. We're talking about manna. And, and this popped in my mind because um, last week we were talking on this, I did a series on spiritual exercise, talking about how important it is that we have our spiritual exercise just as strong as our physical body workout game, right? And, and, and in the wrap up of that, I, I was in 1 Corinthians 10 and 6. Blessings, glad to have you, prophets, praise. Um, and as I was going through today, putting this together, and I said, wait a minute, I need, hey, sister-in-law, I said, I really need to bounce back and cover this because I know one of the biggest things when you sit down uh, well I know one of the biggest things that I come across are when I first really really got into studying the word what you have to realize is a lot of people try and sit down and yeah you can read the Bible from the front to the back but a lot of these it's not in order the 66 books are not in order of the way things you know exactly happen so a lot of the times you'll be reading you know something in the old testament then it'll pick up and you're like and you're in the new testament you're like well wait a minute doesn't this go with this and that so tonight um i'm going to kind of tie in a little bit of how that scenario um happens throughout our wonderful 66 books known as the sword of the spirit the word of god um so we're going to be looking at uh our lesson tonight manna 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 oh manna uh, put some respect on that thing. You know, I don't, I really don't think we give manna enough respect in this day and age. And you may be saying, well, Tor, it's not raining manna from the sky. Honey, if you woke up this morning, baby, I'm here to tell you, God gave you provisional manna this morning. So manna is still in effect. It's all about how you look at it. And that's the way I come in, put my tornado spin on it and help you to see things um, in today's light as to how the word is still ever, ever so relevant today. And, and now more than ever, we need this word, right? Amen. So let's look at, um, let's bounce back. I was in 1 Corinthians 10 
um, 10 and where we're we at 10 and verse 10, right? So if we look at 1 Corinthians 10 and verse 10, nor complained as some of them also complained and were destroyed by the destroyer. Now that's, um, you know, going into that, that's, you know, in the New Testament, right? First, first Corinthians. Hey, J9, glad to see you. So now if we put this back and we're going to back it up against numbers, um, I'm going to be in numbers chapter 11, and we're going to be in between verses one through six. So now Paul, all the way over in Corinthians in the New Testament, you know, he's talking to them saying, look, you know, this is what Moses went through. This is what they went through. You know, um, you know, the Israelites, don't you guys do any of this stuff. And so, you know, first Corinthians 10, and if you start one through about, um, 13 really breaks down, Hey, Sandra, uh, and, and you know, and Paul is saying, don't do any of this stuff, you know, idolatry, don't get upset, but then 10 nor complain as some of them also complain. Now that falls back over and thank you. Thank you for inviting your followers. Prophets praise. Now that falls back over. We're going to come all the way back into the Old Testament. Now, I'm going to do a little bit of teaching this week into the Old Testament. We're back in numbers. Now, if we look here, um, we're starting in verse one. Now, when people complain, it displeased the Lord for the Lord heard it and his anger was aroused. So the fire of the Lord burned among them and consumed some in the outskirts of the camp. So now, it, it, now if you put that again, hey, Mel, glad to see you. Now, if you put that with what I just showed you in 1 Corinthians 10 and 10, nor complain as some of them also complained and were destroyed by the destroyer. So all the way over back in the New Testament, it, you know, Paul is picking up and he was referring to what happened in Numbers. And again, teaching point here, the book of Numbers is in tight, uh, it's called Numbers because that's when Moses, um, I got that red live button. Yep, we're live, Mel. You just need to click the live to come into the live. Um, so, but I think you're here though. So, you know, the numbers is numbers because that's when Moses had to count the people. Be like, let's do a head count here. Remember how they used to do it in school? This row started one and you just keep counting all the way back. So that's why that book is titled Numbers. You know, really good, um, you know, learning there. Like I said, get more into these words, learn the meanings, you know, of these books, um, and really learn the text behind what you're reading. That way you can back it up. So now, um, you know, for somebody that may say, you know what, I'm new to this thing. Now, when you sit down and talk to somebody about complaining, I'm, I'm giving you two points of reference tonight. You can say, hey, let's look at 1 Corinthians 10, 10, but that derives from Numbers 11, right? So when the people started complaining, the Lord was displeased with that. You know, so he set it on fire. He lit the fires up, right? Hey, Terry, glad to see you. So now, uh, as I always do, put in my tornado question. Now, when we start complaining nowadays imagine if the fire just boom or sometimes we get to complaining and whining so much he does set the fire and usually it's a fire that we don't want if we just kept our hands out of it if we just waited prayed on it been obedient and just said you know what god i'm gonna let you handle this the way you need to handle it then these fires that tend to burn some of us wouldn't happen right so now let's look here let's keep on reading through this 
So then the people cried out to Moses. When Moses prayed to the Lord, the fire was quenched. Okay, present day. We're whining, complaining, unappreciative. Well, you know what? I'm just going to go in here and I'm going to tell my manager what I do not like about this job. I don't like that she's letting Miss um, Maggie do what she wants to do. Everybody's coming in late, but I got to be on time. Um, I only get, I don't even get to take all my break. I get caught. You know, you're just going in there complaining. So then I of a sudden they say you know what well instead of two breaks now you only get one break and you got to clock out for part of that and matter of fact instead of the hour lunch now you only get a 30 minute lunch so sometimes God sends in a little fire to where if we just stopped complaining and sat back, stayed in our lane, did what we needed to do, mind our business, it wouldn't add fuel to the fire. Sometimes we go in and our mouth is just lit like we wearing gasoline drawers. And as soon as we walk in and open our mouth, boom, the fire is light, right? Somebody out there knows what I'm talking about. Because me, first of all, I have been guilty. And I'm like, you know what? I should have just kept my mouth shut. Why did I even say anything? Man, you know, can anybody out there relay if you ever just said, man, why didn't I just be quiet? Why did I do that? You know, I shouldn't even, I should should have left well enough alone, right? You heard that saying there, right? So then, um, so he called, so Moses called the name of the place to bear up because the fire the Lord had bon burned among them. You know, so Moses goes in and was like, all right, y'all out here complaining. Let me go in and clean this up. So Moses goes in. He's like, look, God, can you please stop burning up these people and burning up everything? You know, burn up, you know, half the people. Uh, can you just please stop? Lord, forgive them. Give them one more chance. So God being our gracious God, he said, you know what, Moses? I'm going to stop the fire. So he stops the fire. Look at Sandra said, zip it. Right. Sometimes we just have to zip it and just leave that thing alone. But then even sometimes we say, I'm not going to say it out loud. But again, remember, God knows. So even if we're thinking it, if we're complaining silently on the inside, he knows. So keep that in mind now. So going on to verse 4. This is where it gets real good at. Oh, man, man, man. So now the mixed multitude who were among them yielded to intense craving. So the children of Israel also wept again and said, who will give us meat to eat? So now it wasn't enough. They, they quickly got uh, amnesia. Hey, Sarah, thank you for inviting those followers. They quickly got amnesia. All people of Israel, they forgot that they had just came back from telling Moses to say, Moses, will you talk to God and tell him to quit burning us up and burning everything and putting this fire out? They went right back to complaining. That's what the word says. The receipt is right there. Now the mixed multitude who were among them yielded to intense craving. So the children of Israel also wept again and said, who will give us meat? to eat. So they just couldn't take well enough, right? So the same way we do sometimes. The problem is solved. We get that amnesia and we forget about what we went through the first time, the fire from that, and we start complaining again, right? And we say, man, I done found myself back in this again, right? So, so the first question I want to throw out here is, uh, if you know, now the mixed multitude who were among them Yielded to intense cravings. Who's in that mixed multitude? You know, and you say, well, the Israelites. No, 
It was a mixture because some of the Egyptians and other people came along with them. So it just wasn't Israelites in there. It was a mixture of different people uh, uh, that came along on this journey, right? So when, when you stop and put this in today's perspective and you say, man, who is in my mixed multitude? You may be running with people that aren't of the same faith. You may be running with people that ain't reading from the same Bible. You know, they may say, well, this is my Bible for my God, but it may not be for the one that we know is the one and only true God. You may be running with people like that, right? You may be running with people that's not following the same scripture or following it, um, um, I, what's that word there? Following it applicably and following it accurately the way it's supposed to be done. You may be running with somebody that cuts off a part that, you know, is kind of convicting. So they say, you know what, I'm going to cut that part off. So they may be shortcutting the scripture. You may be running with people like that, right? You may be running with people that come with more desperation uh, and depression than they do inspiration in your life. So you have to say, who is in my mixed multitude? Who is in your council? Hey, Waters, glad to see you. Who's sitting on your council? Who's in your ear? Who's whispering over your shoulder? Now, the first whisper and the only whisper that's relevant is when you say, God, what did you say? What do you want me to do? Guide me on this. Look through my counsel and guide me and give me the discernment and the wisdom to know that these who in my counsel, because you know they say, everybody that sits at the table with you ain't for you. So you may have people in your mixed multitude uh, that just ain't right. That they just ain't right, but you're trying to hold on and you say, you know what? I can I can fix this. I can change this. Hey, Waters, well, let me tell you, you're waiting on another, uh, don't have God to start another fire up in there now. So that's the first thing. Then now if we look at the second half uh, of section four there, we're coming out of numbers. For those just coming in, we're coming out of numbers 11, one through six. We talking about manna, oil, sweet manna. That's what we're talking about. And, and just to um, recap it up, a lot of people say, well, you know, Tor, that was in that was way back in numbers. That was way in the Old Testament. What's manna got to do today? And I say to everybody in here, if you woke up this morning, you got spiritual provisional manner. If you're watching me on the other side of this screen right now and you have the use of your eyes and your limbs to tap them hard, that is manna. God is giving you provisional manna. It's all about how you look at that thing, right? So then if we look at verse, uh, still look at that last half of verse four, they yielded to the intense cravings. We remember the fish, which we ate freely in Egypt, the cucumbers, the melons, the leeks, the onions, and the garlic. My, my, my. What intense cravings start calling us back, right? When we get that amnesia, we forget, you know, everything, you know, that God has already gotten us out of. We forget everything. We start saying, you know what? But them onions and that garlic and the melons and them cucumbers, they was real, real good. And I'm really starting to miss that. You know, I'm really missing that boyfriend. Hey, welcome, Denise. Glory, glad to have you in. I'm really missing that boyfriend right now. I just love him. I'm really missing him. Well, you know what? You got amnesia and you forget about them times when he dotted your eye and put his hands around your neck. And then somebody may be sitting there saying, man, 
I really do miss her. I don't know why she was taken from my life. Why did you forget she cleaned out your bank account and slept with about 9, 10, 12, 13, 14 of your homeboys? Did you forget? Oh, yeah, you forget about that. But now you're back complaining again, just as the Israelites did with the mixed multitude, because those intense cravings are coming along, and you're sitting there looking back down the road saying, man, but there was some good times. Was they really good times? Because the devil has a way of coming in, and he highlights. Y'all see, I'm stepping out these shoes now. The devil has a way of highlighting all of the good parts, all of the good memories. And then when we get back in the driver's seat with that thing that God delivered us from, that's when all the flashback. Wait a minute. Oh, I forgot. You know what? I got a false tooth right here because that man knocked my tooth out. Oh, my God. I got this scar right here because old girl went crazy one night. She went through my phone and she done stabbed me. Amen. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Somebody out there know what I'm talking about, right? Then you sitting there, you may be complaining and saying, man, but I had all this money. I was living the good life. At what cost, though? That amnesia. You forget about that, right? Welcome, welcome. Uh, you forget about that. You forgot that you was out robbing and stealing to get that money. You forgot about the selling of the drugs to get that money that you're sitting there saying, man, I sure do miss that garlic and them onions and them leeks and them cucumbers. Do you really? Welcome, Scrolls of Sensei. Do you really, really miss that? Hey, Janice, do you really, really miss that thing, right? So when, when you push aside and say, wait a minute, let me get all these glorious visions that the devil is trying to fool me like this is all great and grand like I'm really missing let me push that aside and look at the reality of this thing the hell and high water and the storms that I went through because hey thank you for that super heart mail because of those intense cravings that I couldn't bypass that I couldn't forfeit then you may say you know what well I miss having my Gucci Prada Louis Fendi I miss having my Louboutins you know I was making five to ten thousand a day but at what cost how many men did you have to sleep with what kind of things what kind of backflips twirls did the men want you to do in order to get that money so when your mouth starts watering for them old cucumbers and the melons and everything of the past remember the hell the shame the depression uh, uh, the disgrace the sin that you went through in order to have those because like the Israelites they forgot the slavery and the hell that they were in when they were over there, right? So let's push this thing on through, right? So then we're going to look here at six. But now our whole being is dried up. So now they're saying our whole being is dried up. There is nothing at all except this manna before our eyes. So they really got off into it and they said, ain't nothing but this manna. I'm here to tell you this evening. I am thankful for every bit of manna that comes along. See, they forgot all they had to do over that 40 years would just reach out the tent and feel, and it would come down. You know, And you know manna itself means, what is this? Because they were looking at it like, what 
is this? What what is this stuff? You know what? It's the stuff, as my grandma would say. It it, uh, it may not be what you want. Um, it ain't what you want. It's what you got that makes your belly stick out. It had all the nourishments. It had everything that they needed to sustain them. But they started complaining, and, and they forgot that those past pleasures, when they were in slavery, didn't measure up to the hope that they had then, which is hanging on promises every day. Because that's what gets us through, right? When we hang on those promises every day, that's that hope. Y'all know I love me some acronyms, and I know Maryland, Maryland, like I don't like them acronyms, but I love them. You know, you hang on that hope, uh, hanging on promises every day, and being thankful for that manner when you reach outside, when you reach over and you hit that alarm clock, and you say, Oh, thank you for the manner of more breath this morning. But then you, you get amnesia again, you start thinking about them pl past pleasures, and then you forget that they don't measure up to life, L-I-F-E, living in faith every day and saying, I'm not at any cost going back to that life. I can't, I won't, I won't be sold out like that. Ain't nothing you can do or say to convince me otherwise, amen? Because that's what we have to say. And when somebody comes along and they try and convince, hey, we just going to roll down here. You can make some quick, fast money. You can get your nice house back. Man, you can get them 24s back. I know you miss your grill shining. You can get all of that back if you just roll with me. Or you got your girlfriends just saying, hey, watch out. Hey, you got your girlfriends friend saying, but just one more time, girl, you can get enough from this man this time to set you and your kids real good. You can get enough money this time, but remember the past pleasure don't measure up to life. Living in faith every single day. Amen. So then here, Again, they start remembering them cucumbers in the mighty name of Jesus Christ and Nazareth. Amen. Right? So then you need to start saying, you know, everybody wait till Friday to say, whoo, thank God it's Friday. TGIF now, baby. Every day that he rains down spiritual, provisional manner, you say, thank God. It's T you say TG. I am. Don't worry about Friday. Thank God I'm forgiven. T-G-I-F. Every time. Even if you're in the kitchen, you might be in there. You know, and the only manna that he rained down for that day was some top ramen. We know it. You know, that's a staple these days. Y'all know these, these top ramen here. That may be all he rained down in your cabinet, but I'm here to tell you. You get you some spinach or some peppers and some and throw it off in that thing. And you say, oh, you know what? I feel like I've been to Benny Hunter today up in here. And you just stirring it up, just waiting on the pot to boil and say, oh, T-G-I-F, T-G-I-F. And when somebody look at you and say, what is wrong with you? TGIF, you better say it along with me. Oh, manna, 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 right? So then, uh, you know, the devil likes to come in and make us forget, you know, but we have to remind ourselves and say, you know what? I am the head and not the tail. I am a joint heir to the kingdom. And what you're doing, that's not how any of this works in order to get us right. Make what you got work, you know? That's, that's all you can do. You look and you say, man, what I got, and again, it may not be what you want, but it, it, uh, you know, as my grandma said, but you know, it ain't what you got. Uh, what you want is what you got that makes your belly stick out. So you make the best of it. You throw it off in there. Or you look at your mixed multitude and say, you know what? 
Let me see who else going through it. I got the rice. Maybe she got the beans. Maybe somebody else, you know, got a, a bell pepper and we can throw it together and we can have us a mixed multitude feast all on the same accordance and sit down and study God's word while we say T-G-I-L. Thank God I'm forgiven and we keep on going, right? So then you can't let nobody convince you because it ain't nothing but that devil trying to come in and make you not be appreciative of that daily manner that you're constantly getting. Ain't nothing. It's because the devil, we know he is a lie. And when we start talking and we start breaking things down like this, as my sister Mel says, ain't nobody mad but the devil. So don't let him sit nobody. Don't let nobody sit and tell you. You ain't nothing. Look at him and say, the devil is a lie because I'm an heir to the kingdom. I am, as Marilyn says, a child of God. Don't let nobody sit and tell you you ain't going to be nothing because of what happened in your past. Now that you say, I have given my life fully to Christ. And they say, well, you still ain't going to be nothing. Baby, I was something before I was born because he knew every hair that was on my head. So what you talking about needs to go on that way because you are not, you mixing up my multitude here. You need to come on out. That's right. That's right, the father of lies, and he'll get in our heads and convince us of those, of those things, right? So then we look, you know, and looking back at six, they say, just manner. You know, they minimized and discounted the grace that God was giving them. He can stay mad too, as, as far as I'm concerned. Exactly, Karen, that's the way I feel about it. Um, you know, and, and they started minimizing what God was doing for them. You know, they thinking back of the past, well, um, Man, I sure missed that. Ain't anybody around here got some garlic and some onions? I am really sick of this manner. Because then if you look at eight, the people went about and gathered it, ground it on millstones or beat it in mortar, cooked it in pans, made it in cakes, and its taste was like the taste of pastry prepared with oil. So they up in there stirring it up, but they still wasn't thankful to have something in their stomachs, right? So then you say, a lot of people still say, well, Tor, this manna thing, I don't think it exists today. Well, I'm here to tell you, when you go in and you say, man, even though I lost my job, my bills were still paid when I came out of that thing. I still got food on the table. You got clothes on your back. It may not be no $10,000 stuff that you want, but who wants that anyway? Because I got a lot of things I could do with $10,000 and spend it on a shirt um, that it starts with a G in the front and ends with an I. Baby, I got plenty of things. I just a lot of people I can feed with that. You know, if you have the breath to see another day, you know, and you may say, you know, well, I, I, I went through a divorce. Well, you know what? He gave you manna and you made it through. Your kids in jail, well, at least they in jail. And you ain't got to worry about them out on the streets. At least you know where they at. That's manna. Your health problems, you know? You may not be as healthy. Right, lack of gratitude. You may not be as healthy as you want to be, but just think, oh, my goodness, it's a whole lot of funeral homes out there that's making a lot of business. And you could say, well, Ooh, man, that one ain't me. It ain't my time for the upper room just yet. So you have to thank God for the manna that he's providing. No matter how small, you know, we, we tend to thank him, you know, when it's real big. And we say, ooh, he showed up, girl. He showed up and showed out. Look at the ring he gave me when he proposed to me. Uh-uh, mm-mm. The small things, that's what we need to remember. And then we also need to remember when he does the big things to say, this is all God, but God, as uh, Marilyn says, period, dot God. That's what got that. Now, he might have gave you the brain clarity to close that deal, but it were not for that. 
hey, you wouldn't have gotten that deal. So when everybody comes to pat you on the back, you say, uh-uh, mm-mm. You humble yourself down and say, uh-uh, this ain't nothing but God that closed that deal. That's who closed that deal. I just stood in proxy and did it, and he helped me to do it. That's how that thing works, right? So then, you know, we think about the food, the clothes, the clothes, the doors that he's opening. We sit mad and complaining about the doors that he's not opening. But think about the ones that he did. As I talked about last week, there's always an escape route. That time when you, you there's many times in between when we make that decision to turn around and take the exit door. Say, ooh, thank you, God, for showing me that exit door. That's when we, ooh, thank you. Because then when you get out that exit door and you're sitting there looking back, as the Israelites did, and then you come to find out that thing, them cucumbers and melons that you was going over, you get a call and say, girl, did you hear about your wrong? Girl, no. Um, you know, me and him been broke up for about a week now. I just don't know how I'm going to carry on. Oh, my life is over. I don't know what I'm going to do without Jerome. Well, then when your friend tell you, girl, did you know Jerome had a... Um, Rap sheet and outstanding warrant at 10 baby mamas. Got about 40 kids. Um, outstanding this, outstanding that. And you say, Oh Lord, have mercy. But you sitting there complaining because God intervened and said, I'm gonna deliver you out of this before the fire comes. But it, it, we get confused sometimes and we don't see the clarity in that. We start complaining. I just don't know why. Why, God, do you just want me to be alone? No, He's trying to save you. So if you just think, Well, oh, where's the man? in this. He will always show it to you. You know, it might not be immediate, but guarantee you what's done in the dark always comes to the light, right? So then, you know, if you're still sitting saying, I haven't had manna, but then if you think back, and you didn't even know these people owed you no money, and you went to check your mail, and you're like, Bill, Bill, Bill. what's this? A check? Who that from? Oh, girl, then you're excited, right? If you had that happen, I had that happen about six months ago. Didn't even know the money. I said, oh, I didn't even know that money was there. Thank you for sending it to me, right? That's manna, right? When you go to pay a bill and the people say, this account is at zero. This account was closed. Can you look again? Are you sure? Shanika Jones Watkins person. You sure? Look one more time for my name. Shanika Jones Watkins person. You paid in full. Okay, that's manner when that happens, right? When you go in for a little checkup, you got a little tickle in your throat. And, and, and they say, well, you know what? We noticed something. Let's run a scan on this. And they come back and they say, thank God you came in for that checkup today because this would have been serious had it not been caught now. They go ahead and wrap that thing up. You walk out of there and say, my, 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 that's manner. So you can't sit and say he's not raining it down on us today, right? When you take a different route and you're mad, mad because you're about 10 minutes late for work. Uh, now I'm late for work. Now I got to take a short lunch or I got to stay late and make up this time, you know. But then you see on the news a little bit later about a 50 car pile up. Manna. That's manna because you could have been in that pile up, but he sent you another long way, right? And if he's brought you like he has me a mighty long way, you just say, oh, manna, manna, manna. Keep raining it down every minute every second, every hour of the day. No matter how tired you get of that thing, you just keep on saying, don't get like them Israelites and, and, and get ungracious and get an attitude problem and start complaining, right? When you come in from work and you just know that's the day when the light's gonna be off. But some sort of way, your name got left off the list. When you flip on the light, you say, whoo, 
Let there be light, Lord. How my life? That's manner. That's God's grace raining down on you, right? So there, you know, and like, and like, as I put this lesson together today, and I just started back, looking back over my life and saying, my God, look how he's, he rained it down nonstop. And for those of you that know my story, and you've heard me say, when people say, I'm sorry you were molested. I'm sorry you, you went through molestation for all those years. I'm sorry you were raped. And I said, oh, no, no. I look at the manner that he provided because it's a lot of young women, uh, young kids, young boys, young girls that aren't found because that attacker, that rapist, that molester didn't want them to be able to identify them. But you know what? I made it out. God said, I'm going to give you another dose of manna to bring you on out that thing because you got work to do. That's the way we have to look at that, right? So then when you start looking back and, and just think, you know, about the depression, the anger, the shame, the blame, the guilt, and just look over your life and say, man, I should have been dead. I could have been dead. Oh, man. Ooh, I might not be rich, but the one thing about it, you're living free. You're living free. He giving you manna. He's providing for you, you know, and you look at that and say, you know what? I might not have all that money in the bank that I want, but I'm not a slave to sin for it. I'm not a slave to the devil to get that money that I used to get for that life. And I'm not going back to that, right? And you may say, I might not have a dime, but think about it like this. Well, think about them things that you did to get them dime. And then think about it and say, well, I might not have a dime, but the way I look at it, it's a whole lot better than doing in time because if Pookie and them is sitting up in there locked up but you still free and God some sort of way rain down that manor or you were sitting in your, your cell for about 20-30 years and all of a sudden they say you know what we just found something new in your case you might have a chance to get out when you do get out uh, or if you want that's just got out and your boys is calling you your girls is calling you amen Marilyn not a slave to sin no more and you start looking and saying mm -mm, God putting too much manner on my life. I'm not going back there. That's not how any of this works. And ain't nothing you can do or say to convince me to go back to that lifestyle. So when they say, when you can't change your friends, change your friends, change your counsel, start going through your list and see who's in your mixed multitude. And when you look over it, just start saying, man, Ooh, manna, manna, manna. That's my lesson for tonight. I hope you guys found something or heard something in that that might have triggered a little something to say, ooh, you know what? I got a lot to say. TGIF4. Thank God I'm forgiven. Oh my goodness. Let me just look back and list out. And sometimes that's a good thing to do. Just start listing back all the time. Yep. I was running through the alley and I got shot at. Still live. Manna. Mm-hmm. Didn't know how I was gonna feed these kids. And somebody showed up with groceries at my door. Manna. Mm-hmm. Went in and they told me it was stage four cancer. Went back from a checkup and they said we don't know what happened to the cancer. Manna. Sometimes you have to write that stuff down and say, my, my, my. And when that devil comes along and tries to drag you back, you go kicking and screaming. And as my brother would say, if he was here, not today, not tomorrow. Mm-mm. That's not going down. All right, until next time. Thank you guys so much for being here. I love y'all. Until next time, I'll be back here tomorrow night, 8.30 p.m. 
Central Standard Time. And I'm going to try and be on time again like I was tonight. I love y'all. I really do. Think about that manner. Just put and just be like, my God, my God. And even think about today from the time when you got up this morning from that first breath, that first drop of manna, all the way up and through today to be like, man, look how many times he rained it down on me throughout the day. Even as I may have committed a few sins throughout the day, but he still kept raining it down and he rained me on back in. All right, till tomorrow, walk good, do good, be good. I'm out of here. Tornado out. I love y'all. I really do. You all know the Torah. 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 Nato. 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 Nato.